I've been ready. All right. All right, what's going on, people? We are here with a special episode, a special guest today, my man Shane. You know, he's a black anime creator. Yes, sir. So we're just going to jump into it. So got a few questions, man. What got you into anime? Just for starters. Ooh, <laughs> what got me into anime? Um, I actually just fell into it by accident, in all, all seriousness. I uh, I ain't even really get into it till like, after high school. That's fair. Yeah. And like I, I was in and out of it. I watched uh, like Bleach on Tsunami, uh, Dragon Ball Z, of course, when I was a kid. But I didn't even know it was anime. It was just a cool cartoon. Um, I feel like that's how a lot of us got into anime facts, too. It was Tsunami, <laughs> uh, Sailor Moon, another one. Didn't even know it was anime. Just kind of yeah, fell into it. Fun fact: Sailor Moon was one of my dad's favorites when I was growing up. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Dad, you watch Sailor Moon? He's like, Yep, that's lit. <laughs> it was cool. That's lit. That and Powerpuff Girls. My dad fucking loved Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, yeah, it just happened by accident. But after high school, it was just uh, wasn't working. Fresh out of school, wasn't going to college yet. Um, just anime all day, every day. <laughs> right. Well, let's rewind a little bit. Okay. Let people peep underneath the hood a little bit. So, like, where you're from? What's your background? Like, gotcha. where you from? Colorado. Um. So originally, I was born in Jamaica. Oh. Um, okay. I was a Air Force brat, so me and my folks moved around a lot. Um, so I was born in Jamaica. I lived in Japan for about a year, um, and then from Japan, I lived in Germany. And then, like my first time being stateside, I was uh, in Philadelphia, and then I moved here. You pretty much followed J. Cole's path, like to the T. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Kobe's because Kobe was born in uh, Kobe was born in Germany, and then he lived in France for a little bit, right? And then he was born, and then he lived in Philly. So yeah, and then J. Cole was born in Germany too. There's something going on. Hey. <laughs> nah, it's real cool, but like um, maybe maybe being in Japan. How long were you in Japan? Like, do you remember being in Japan at all? Vaguely. I've I've been there once since I've been like an adult to remember it and whatever. But um, okay. yeah, as a kid it was just like people that were taller than me all over the place. And I mean it ain't the case now, but you know, it's <laughs> yeah. Place. Um, but yeah, it was cool. It was a nice little culture shock. I didn't, um, speak the language. I had an accent for oh, the longest time and whatnot. So it's a good little experience, but it was, it was definitely dope being back. Okay. And what age did you say you started watching anime? 18. Oh, okay. So you didn't, okay. Yeah, well, you said you started watching it around high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So which is, it was, which it was is off dope. and on. <laughs> so were you always big on the, um, Art and stuff like that. When you were a little kid, did you always draw a lot to pass the time? Were you like an artist, artsy? No, not at all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not at all, actually. It. Uh, I was actually more into music. That was, oh, okay. Do you make music too, or is that just no? I did in high school. That was my that was my thing. I thought I was gonna blow up as a rapper, like all niggas do and shit. Mm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just some stuff got funny with with the with the rap group and whatnot, and it was just like, all right, yeah, it's not gonna work. Um, tried the solo thing for a little bit, and I was just like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna make it." So, hey, never say never, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like we live in Colorado, man. This, we got connects. We, we got connects all over the place. So when yeah. did you decide that uh, music, or not music, but when did you decide that drawing and like when did you find your craft for drawing? Like, right. was it something right. that you did in art class? Or did you just doodling in class, or? Um, so it was more of a doodle thing. Like I would draw off and on. Like I would draw when I got bored. 
Like that was that was my thing. Like if I was absolutely bored, had nothing better to do, then I'm a draw. Hmm. Um, but it wasn't something that I was like super passionate about or anything like that. And um, I was having a conversation on the, on my mom's porch with a with a partner of mine, and he uh, we were talking about our favorite actors, and somehow that turned into our favorite directors. And Quentin Tarantino for me. Facts. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> um, and he he said something to me that like forever will like I, I'm humble for the dude because he was like I think you'd be a good actor because I'm big on like Marvel movies, uh, DC stuff, cartoons, mm-hmm. whatever. Like I'm a big critic on stuff like that. And so uh, he was like I think you'd be a good director. And so I tried to uh, I tried to write a script that night. And it was ass. It was ass. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was terrible. I respect the honesty. It was ass. It was I don't, yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. I felt overconfident about the situation. Reading it back, it was terrible. I burned it that night. It just wasn't um, but See, so that's the thing. It, it's all, it all comes down to the, the script. Some yeah. of those movies that came out like freaking uh, Morbius. Morbius was just a horrible script to begin with. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Um, yeah, so I started drawing, and I was watching uh, My Hero. And I, it was just like, you know, whatever. There's something on in the background. So I'm drawing out these characters, and then I found myself, like, kind of putting it together. And I was like, damn, maybe I could do an anime. Mm-hmm. And um, so I drew a few more characters, got, a, got like, six solid characters that I was cool with. And um, I told my homie the next day, like, hey, what you think about making an anime with me? And he was like, yeah, you know, what's up? And I showed him the artwork. And he was like, damn, I didn't even know you could draw. And um, it'd always be the ones with the hidden talent. Yeah. <laughs> it's always the hidden talent. And then uh, he was like, yeah, let's do it. And for like two months, we were just coming up with a story and trying to figure out where we're going with it and everything like that. And that's kind of just how it took off. So it was more of an accident, really. Oh, that's cool. It's always, I mean, like like Chris was saying, the best ways to do it, it's always, you know, accidental and stuff yeah. like that. Like, mm-hmm. for me personally, when I was, I mean, to this day, I have such you a... say it right. <laughs> to this day, I have such a... <laughs> I have such a vivid imagination. Like, even when I was a little kid, like, because I still watch cartoons and yeah. stuff like that. Um, keep the I, used young, to, I used to, like, I had a... I had a notebook. I have no idea what happened. Probably in between moves and stuff. Mm-hmm. I lost it. I used to just draw short stories. Oh, not draw. I used to write short stories mm-hmm. all the time. And it'd just be any, all kinds of stuff. Uh, like, you know, credits and probably like my uncle and stuff. Because my uncle, he actually is. Uh, to Uncle Joe. He's actually, he used to do a story. He used to be a storyboard director for nice. Nickelodeon back in the 90s. That's why my name is Zim because of Invader Zim. Yeah, and so he told my mom once, and she was like, and so that's kind of how it was. And so he's like all those shows. If you name it, he was on it. He was on Invader Zim. He was on Men and Stimpy. He was on. Was he on Rocko's Modern Life? He was on Rocko's Modern Life. Oh, Cat Dog. All Real Monsters. He was on all those '90s. Like he helped direct all that stuff. And he's been in the graphic design stuff like that. But I didn't get it from him. Yeah. So that's why I was kind of interested. Uh, interested to what you said that I didn't get it from him. I just got it because when I was a kid, I always just have just like a crazy imagination. I used to like. Imagine all kinds of stuff like back in like fifth grade, fifth, fourth grade. It started out with like a doodle and it was like a dragon, but I started it out as like this whole thing. Like there's this dragon that like took over the planet and all that stuff. So 
It was just like uh, I, I, we need more of that story. I mean, I'd be investing in that. Yeah, story. I actually was. And I was actually I used to. So when I graduated, graduated because I didn't. But high school ended, and I actually drew. I actually wrote out a book, and it was about this kid. It was about this little dog, and he had his friends, and I based all his friends off of my real life friends. Mm-hmm. And the little dog used to go on these little adventures and stuff like that. I never finished it, but I mean that's real cool because like. There you go. Know. Yeah, it's something you probably finished, bro. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, put it down one day, and I was it, just like, it, uh, it, it could be a hit, bro. You don't know. Yeah, might have to have some conversations for sure. Yeah, because like, I've always got, I've always got, like, I'm always being super creative and like. Yeah, I would like, say, so I'm gonna ask, but I'm gonna use this as like a segue. So like, for me personally, for right. me when it comes to like what i'm seeing because like oh, everybody yeah. like when they listen to music they like feel a certain type of way or something mm-hmm. like that for me i always paint a weird picture or situation when this, it comes to music I was gonna so say, when i hear this when i hear a song i put together a music video in my head and the one i get upset when the music video doesn't match the music video in my head <laughs> <laughs> and not because not because it's like it should be but it's just kind of like what i hear like what i heard no role models from j cole I had this vivid video played in my head for J. Cole. But, you know, I'm not like a big name celebrity. Like, hey, Cole, let me sit down with you. But, you know, <laughs> it's just like like you said, when you hear certain songs, your brain starts to get to work. Mm-hmm. So I would say music is definitely inspiration for me. Um, I get inspired by like, movies. Mm-hmm. Like like I said, Quentin Tarantino is one of my favorite directors of all time. Mine's like so, Wes Anderson. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah. All I feel like, like cool, but I'm like, <laughs> like, like Wes Anderson's done, uh, if you haven't read it, if you've seen yeah. it, but Fantastic Mr. Fox, mm-hmm. uh, the new movie that's coming out, did Astro you, uh, City. Did you do Isle of the Dogs too? Isle of Dogs. Yeah. Um, he's done uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, so all of his movies are really great. Oh, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all of his movies, that were, they're like, they're like Weird, but like in a quirky kind of way, you yeah. know. But, but they're, so, they're a special type of weird. That's what makes him stand out. Yeah, and for I me, like him a lot. For me, Quentin Tarantino is just—he's like—he's super action oriented. So that's why Mike. <laughs> so the other day, my mom texts me because she finally sat down to actually watch *Pulp Fiction*. I'm at work. I never forget it. She texts me. She goes, "Is *Pulp Fiction* in reverse?" I was like, "Yes, it's in yeah. reverse." <laughs> <laughs> so I could have sworn I watched *Judge*, but you did watch *Judge* about to die in the first scene. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's telling you how it led up to that point. Right. I like stories like that. That's my shit. Because it makes me think. I'm like, oh. And like, when we saw what was in Nope, when I figured out what was happening at Nope, like how to the movie theater, I was like, oh, shit, I got it. Uh, <laughs> like, but I didn't want to like ruin it for people. Because I was like, I, I completely understood what was happening right then and there. I was like, mm-hmm. I, was like I was like, don't look horses in the eye. Don't look the ship. Oh, shit. That's not a ship. Yeah. <laughs> And that was like, what do you mean it's not a ship? It's not a ship. It's a it's a living thing. It's an <laughs> it was like put together the clues, like the monkey in the beginning that attacked the uh, the cast. So him saying that. So when I gotta think, people like I don't I like to shut my brain off during movies. Not me. I like to think when I'm watching the movie. Sure. That's why I like to feel emotions. That's why Guardians of the Galaxy three. We're not gonna ruin it. If you guys haven't seen it. If you haven't, I, that's probably the best Guardians movie out of the three. Hands down. <laughs> I was like, Hands down. there were some scenes where I was sitting in the movie that were like, don't let them see you cry. <laughs> <laughs> like all of Rocket's back uh, backstory scenes, I was like, mm-hmm. shit. 
because I'm a pet owner. So I was like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> but did you see that somebody wants to make that into a Disney Plus series? I was like, let's not turn Rocket's tragic backstory into a Disney it's Plus Disney, series. Disney, you right. know they're going to. Disney's like, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say? We went off the rails a little bit. Well, what would you say is like your biggest inspirations? Like besides, uh, well, who first off, who's your favorite director? My favorite director, oddly enough, is uh, M Night Shyamalan. Okay. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. You're like the yeah. first person I've heard. I've never that. actually even actually say that. Yeah. I, it, I always hear <laughs> people say his name wrong. They're like M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very unpopular opinion for sure. Um. His movies, you have you have to be a special fan like to love his movies. For sure, for sure. Because uh, some of his movies are hit or miss, but like he has a lot of hits. My opinion. True. Damn, bro. Just, just, just let's just let's just, let's just, <laughs> just leave the phone alone. <laughs> um, but yeah, M Night Shyamalan for sure because he it, like again his movies are hit or miss, and you know you like them, you don't like them. It is what it is. But mm -hmm. he, he, like you said, they make you think. Right, they they make you like step outside of yourself, and you're like, damn, is that like what's going on here? And then you like put it put it all together. So I like I like his movies a lot. Um, he would be my favorite uh, as far as my inspirations go. Um, anime is a huge inspiration for me. Uh, culture, like my culture in particular, oh, absolutely, um, is very important to me. Like you know, pro black and whatnot. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, uh, movies in general, uh, mm -hmm. nerd stuff, fucking Just, um, video games, animes, uh, TV shows, old school cartoons. It's mostly nineties. These new cartoons is for the birds for me. <laughs> but uh, I like I like the newer cartoons that like. I'm a big I'm a big like in the now person. I don't necessarily mm -hmm. I don't know. I think because I think it's all about like. I know I it's all about nostalgia place. and stuff like that, which is cool. But like for me personally, at a certain like, point, you got to take the nostalgia blood. Yeah. Out. <laughs> for me, I like. I mean, Adventure Time is probably like, in my opinion, the greatest cartoon of all time. Okay. Um, and then Gravity I mean, Falls is up there. I'm gonna say Gravity Falls for me. Yeah. Because Gravity Falls is one of those cartoons that made you go, "Oh shit, okay." Yeah. <laughs> like, because Alex Hirsch was actually a genius when he made Gravity Falls. Because like, I know the show ended, but like, what? Six, seven, almost 10 years ago. 2016, 2017. Yeah, so I, I, to this day, I can go back and watch that cartoon and notice shit that I missed the first or second or third watch through. Mm. And so it's just kind of like, for me, in terms of inspiration, I'm inspired by my dad because my dad's an artist. Like, my dad's history was like, uh, art history was like his major, I believe. Mm. So, like, my dad's really big into art. So I grew up around like Da Vinci, Michelangelo. You know, a lot of that, uh, Raphael, Donatello, Charles the Ninja Turtles, if you will. <laughs> like, I grew up around that. So, like, I grew up, like, loving art in a way, but I just can't draw for shit. <laughs> I'm glad you said that, because I was going to say, like, did you ever think about going to school for it, or did you just, just something that you're like, I just want to do this for fun? Like, did you ever think that you were going to turn it into something, something that was just more than a hobby? Um, yes and no. So... <laughs> This, this is some crazy shit. So um, <laughs> when I got with like when me, when me and my homie like came up with the idea to do the whole anime and whatnot, we um, came up with this cool little concept and stuff like that. And I actually submitted it to uh, Funimation, but Shonen, oh, okay. Shonen Jump specifically. Mm. Um, they liked it enough to where they wanted to mess with me, and they like flew me out to Flower Mound, Texas, and like we had a little meeting and everything like that. Damn, um, that's dope. 
so we ended up uh, ended up working together, or I was working for them for a little bit. For Funimation, mm-hmm. okay. For about a year, year and some change, like it was right before COVID. Um, yeah, good old COVID. Yeah, <laughs> and so um, that was like my second time going to Japan and stuff like that. Like they flew me out there, I guess absorbed the culture, so to speak. Um, and I came back and I was like writing stuff, and they um, they kind of did me dirty. Not even kind of, they actually did me real dirty. I uh, signed like a contract with them. They um, were taking my characters. Are you allowed to speak on what the contract was? The contract basically was uh, like, for legal for legal purposes. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's why I asked. I was like, are, you <laughs> to, are we allowed to speak of the details? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, good. Um, <laughs> So the contract basically stated that I had creative control. They would help build my story, and eventually it would be put out through Funimation. Um, this was like before Crunchyroll was in the picture, trying to buy them out and all that other stuff. But uh, they they were stealing my characters. Oh, and wow. they were making them like Japanese characters and stuff like that instead of black. Like I said, I'm a very pro-black type of person, and I've never really seen an all-black anime outside of Cannon Busters. Mm. Like, every time they put... Or like Afro Samurai. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> but majority of the time, every time they put out, like, a black character in an anime, he's, like, a super coon, or he's, like, doing... he like, got the super pink lips or whatever. Like, the... I'm so he's glad, generalized. I'm so right. glad that's changing. In for a sure, way. for sure. Uh, they need to speed up that process a little bit, but I, I Talking to you, Akira. Um, but yeah, so they were stealing my characters, and so one of my partners, he that like I, I made friends with the with this guy out there, and he's a creative director at Crunchyroll now. Um, oh, yeah, and he he was like, hey, you know, just hold on to it, like don't don't tell them no more, don't show them nothing else, just like make them come to you with it. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, it's smart. Yeah, and so they uh, they started putting me on different projects. Um, I drew a character for uh, Dragon Ball Super. Nice. There's a. It's like I think it may be in the upcoming thing. Uh, it's called the Heaters. That's the group name. Oh, um, are they is, like, that, is that the um, the Granola art? Yeah, I mean, I haven't read the manga. So I read I the manga. So I, <laughs> so, no, I, was, I, was, I was like, wait a minute. I just finished that art. Yeah. I'm an anime only copy dude. So nah, I, I feel you. Like that. Weak. <laughs> um, I want to talk to you about Demon Slayer, but I can't. <laughs> damn. Uh, but yeah, Gaz. Uh, I think yeah, I think they named him Gaz. He's like mm-hmm. the second or the oldest or whatever. But that was initially one of my characters for another story. Um, That's dope. And so they used that as a template to make like the other his siblings and stuff like that. And then they came. So up did you ever? Take them for legal. Act? I mean, I know it's a big company, but like, because that's but it's kind of, but it's, that's like, copyright I, I feel like, I feel yeah, like something like that. But I mean, you technically like didn't like sign that. the contract. That was the I was problem. gonna say, I'm oh, saying, if you signed the contract. That was, that was the I'm gonna say because it's, it's at that point is his word versus Funimation's word. Right. Who who is the court gonna believe? Yeah. Funimation. And that that was <laughs> that was my big problem because like I already signed the contract, so basically everything I've done in Funimation was did you technically. Get, did famous. you reimburse for any of that stuff? Or was I did. It straight up, just it I was give you some sort of monetary compensation or anything too. Yeah, <laughs> it was more of a one-time situation, honestly speaking. Like and, here, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> like here you go, <laughs> fuck it, whatever. Uh, but that wasn't even my biggest L, and that's the sad part of the situation. Um, they actually put me on uh, a 
couple projects. Uh, My Hero for okay. not the not the newest one, but the one with a uh, nine and those other characters. I don't know what I'm talking about. I he does. I, I don't watch My Hero. <laughs> I, like, I watched the first watch. season. And I was like, I can't. yeah. Now he was over it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, My Hero's one of my top like top five. I got you. Yeah, I like our hero. That's a good. That's a good one. Um, but yeah, the the character nine was initially one of my drawings. Okay. That, and it was originally like a black character. He had cornrows mm. and all that other jazz, and they flipped it to that. And so I got paid for that. And then they were like, "Hey, do you want to like maybe be a writer on this movie?" And I was like, "Hell yeah, I want to be a writer." Like, what are you talking about? I, I, you right. got to ask. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> um. And all for it. Yeah. And they put the movie out. It did amazing. People liked the story and stuff like that. And I, I was heavily involved in the creative writing process and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And um, they were telling me, like, I would get points and credits and all that other stuff. And, like, for those of y'all that don't know, like, points and credits is like, it goes towards who you are as a as a writer or a director. Oh, so yeah, explain that for the people out there who don't yeah. know. <laughs> so you you get points in a, you get points for the work that you do. So like if you have, I don't know, ten points as a writer, you're like a big deal. Like people will come to you and be like, all right, well, we know that you have this and whatever. And like credits are basically obviously like you're valid. Yeah. And okay. the credits is basically like your name's gonna show up at the end of the show. Okay. Um and so they were like, yeah, you, you know, we'll give you like two points. You'll be in the credits. Everything's going to be cool. And then they put the credits in Japanese. And like, Damn. My <laughs> I mean, technically it's in there. Technically, <laughs> but the problem with that kanji for my name is like loving tree or some shit like that. <laughs> and so it's, uh, it fucked me up because I'm telling all my people and like, yeah, you know, check out my movie, like, look at me in the credits, I'm in the little writing spot and all this other stuff. And they're like, yeah, I saw the movie, but like, it's a <laughs> we didn't we didn't see your name in there. So now right. folks thinking I'm fronting on them. So. Yeah, because I'm like, I mean, for folks who can't read Japanese, right. yeah. And so I'm like, shit. Because right. like Japanese has what, like three, four alphabets? Yes, uh, three of them. Three alphabets mm -hmm. and you need to learn 36 over 2,000 characters to be literate. Mm -hmm. That's why I dropped. That's why I dropped Japanese freshman year. I was like, nope, take the Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that's cool though. It, like, I mean, it's out there somewhere, yeah. which is really cool. It just you can't really read it unless you know unless, unless right. you know how to read kanji. I mean, but that's cool. I mean, as long as uh, you know, despite that roadblock, because a lot of people they would just say fuck it, they can just give up, they wouldn't right. do it. But that's really cool. But like, did you ever stop the thing to maybe start? making your own manga and then turning that into something like that did was, you ever stop thinking like hiring somebody to do the animation for that's it that's what i was thinking that, kind of like yeah i'm like but, but there's so many platforms to start your own anime too like mm -hmm. youtube like i would say like just drop an episode a week on youtube you know but did you ever did you ever like something that? you like thought about yeah know? and this this is how stupid i was because i was very naive to the situation like, I didn't know the ins and outs of what went into making an anime until I got to Funimation. And so when I came back home, I um, stayed in contact with uh, my homie or whatever. And he was like, yeah, you know, if you come up with something, like, just let me know. Let me read it. Uh, characters, let me see them, whatever. And, like, I'll tell you what you need to do in order to, like, get to that next step. Mm -hmm. um, my initial plan was to just animate it, put it out on YouTube, let it do what it does. And the problem with that is YouTube has all these rules and regulations of what you can and can't put on yeah, their right. site. 
So like there couldn't be any blood, there couldn't be any like sexual innu- innuendos or anything like that. I had to watch like my language with the oh, certain yeah. things mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. They were really watering down the entire story, which is weird because they like, they, they say like you got to make content for kids, even though YouTube children exist. Well, I mean, right. well, I mean, I'm glad you said that because like, <laughs> at what what time was what around like what year did you was all this happening? This was like prime COVID, so this was like middle of 2020. Oh, so that's really weird because like YouTube is. They were still kind of like, they were starting to open the doors on what kind of content they were on. Yeah. But YouTube but still, but, has a history of. But you know, YouTube's history with black content creators is very shaky. Yeah, like coordination. Uh, they deleted Berlizzi's account. It came back. It came back before. For a minute, they said, nope, you violated our content policy too many times. Chiseled Adonis is always getting flagged. For whatever yeah. reason. So, but it's like, but. The same thing that white content creators, I'm not trying to get racist or any, racial or anything, but it's like white content creators on YouTube can do the same thing that we do. No no penalties. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like YouTube, I said YouTube and I thought about it, like, well, being a black content creator on YouTube is kind of like. I mean, I'm not saying that's the main cause because right. they do yeah. have that policy. So did you decide, so like, getting back Patreon. to the story, did you decide to do Patreon? Did you decide to right. do Facebook, Instagram Reels, TikTok was huge back then. Yeah, TikTok was blowing up. Prime COVID, TikTok was definitely taking over. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, actually, none of those because I, I was so focused, lasered in on this YouTube thing for a minute. But I was, like I said, naive to the situation. I didn't have any copyright, so like, if I would have put it out the way that I wanted somebody to, somebody could have took it and just ran with it. Yeah. Right? And so uh, when I finally figured that out, I met with. Uh, I was working at a tire shop like uh in covid and stuff like that it was whatever but um i met this dude job to job yeah <laughs> i met this guy named uh javier seward and like he ended up being one of my best friends and stuff like that and we like partnered up or whatever and he actually gave me the idea to make it a business and so <laughs> um when you make something a business you don't have to like go through and copyright every single aspect of right. like, your drawings or your story or whatever like it's all under the umbrella of like what you're doing so i made it a business um and uh initially the name was a uh, uh black wolf animations and that sounds dope as shit it was it was it was a nice little concept but apparently it's a soap company too what the I, hell? I, yeah, I didn't understand that shit. Either. I was like, "That's stupid." I'm not wearing that. Yeah, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm about to Google that. <laughs> I'm not wearing that. I'm sorry. Right now, they tried to uh, they tried to sue me for the name, and I was like, "It's not even that." Oh, deep. So, really? Yeah, it was crazy. It was like, yeah. So we call our soap company that. I was like, so did you get an LLC? Did you yeah. buy the? Okay. Yeah, I bought the LLC and stuff like that, and they were like, "We're we're gonna like fight you for this." And like we're already established, and we. So you had a lot work. of things just keep getting in your yeah, way. Yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, I was like, "No, nah, it ain't even that deep. I don't care. Have it." Oh, and, I've heard of this Black Wolf company. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, it doesn't even make sense. Like, why is your why is your soap company called Black Wolf? That, but neither here nor there. Um, so I changed it to Wolf Culture Animations. Um, wolves okay. are my favorite animal. Um, I like the aspect of wolves. Um, like I like the whole, they can be solo, but they also roam in packs. It just, the symmetry of it is just beautiful to me. Um, so yeah, wolf culture animations was born from that failure, I suppose. And that's where 
the ambition to really start writing my own stories and making a manga and uh, putting out my own stuff came into play. And I actually have an app in the works that I'm going to put all of this in and whatever. I just need an animator. That is my biggest, like, missing Me, piece. Right. The biggest piece of the puzzle. Right For there. sure. If I find me an animator. Like, so does everything so you, uh, so is everything that you have right now currently is all your content digital or is it all just drawn out? Right it now it's all animated. drawn out. Um, I do have some digital stuff on there just to like say that satiate and whatnot. But um, yeah, for the most part, I'm very traditional, like keep it in my notepad or whatever. So mm -hmm. yeah. That's, that's, that's a wild dream. So yeah. what is I your... Wouldn't, I wouldn't even say it's a loss. I think that's a... Right. I think, I think that's a win. Yeah. <laughs> so what is your end goal? Do you plan on... So basically, what is... What do you write about? What is your manga? What is your art style? Um, so right now, I got about uh, 20 stories in the works. Okay. Um, I've nailed it down to like five of which I'm going to start on. Mm -hmm. um, the one that I'm actually about to finish now is called uh, SOTF, Sins of the Family. And that is about like um, old school monsters, some of the new school joints or whatever, but mainly old school monsters like wolves, witches, uh, vampires. What category uh, would you, as an anime, would you put it in? Fantasy, probably. So like, would it be like an isekai? Would it be more like an in action adventure? More action adventure. Okay. Um, but the premise of it is it's monsters, but they're mobsters, basically. Okay. Um, and like, they don't look like monsters, but they have like their transformative state i guess you'd say um my main characters are um this family of wolves well it's one wolf um and he got busy with a witch and he had hybrid kids all okay. right interesting they um <laughs> hold that thought real quick we're just gonna uh, that we had john singleton rest in peace mm -hmm. <laughs> like because he gave us classes he gave us um Boys in the Hood, which I think was a brilliant depiction of what it, life in the ghetto was. Fact. For those who, for the people looking from the outside looking in, mostly, you know, like white America, like, why are black people like, why are black people like this? I'm like, well, John said, like, here you go. Right. So, nigga is nigga. <laughs> right. <laughs> Basically, you know, Poetic Justice was a pretty solid movie that he made, too. Right. Did you watch a lot of uh, black movies growing up? Because I know, like you said, you weren't from the United States, so you yeah. can relate to what black kids in the United States are going growing up. Yeah. So did you watch a lot of movies like Juice and like Boys in the Hood the and Wood. Wood and all that stuff? The Wood is actually one of my favorites. Um, nice. <laughs> but um, not until I moved here, honestly. And it um, it was a process, you know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't watch it all in one sitting or nothing, but it was... Uh, so that's a lot of movies you gotta watch. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of black movies. But it was uh it was definitely like a, a process for sure. And I I start I still watch some of them to this day. Like I just saw Minister Society the other day for the first time. Really? Yeah. Which day? That's my uh, that's my favorite. Thursday. Movie. <clears throat> like, what so you it? It was cool. It was, it was that's one of my favorite different. movies. It was very different. And I, I mean I that's like what the, it was growing up in LA back I, then. Yeah, so. and I like <laughs> I like that time period. I like the depiction of it. I thought it was really dope. It was well written. Like, you know Growing up in California as a kid, yeah, California in the nineties was that was a there's two sides. You know what I'm saying? You got Minnesota Society, mm -hmm. California. You got the Hills Cup. Then you got you got you got, <laughs> you, got, <laughs> you, got <laughs> you got Brink from like Disney. 
like oh, streaming shit. things. Oh yeah, <laughs> <Extreme> <laughs> sports. And, like that's how most white kids really talk to the '90s. Well, that's what I want to ask yeah, you yeah. is because you are you are from here and you're predominantly like you're predominantly a '90s kid. Yeah. So like that's what I wanted to ask you is like you didn't grow up in the United States in the '90s, so you didn't mm-hmm. absorb our culture. So right. what was it like growing up in Germany and Japan where it was more predominantly like anime? cartoons mm-hmm. and then in the, the european culture in the 90s was mainly all like soccer and right. you know it was colonized pretty much yeah so like when you came here was that and you started seeing like it was like it was like a more of a culture it, shock you were, yeah because like at the time sure, yeah. you know there was because you said what like 2008 or whenever, whenever you came over here uh no I was I was here around like seven, so it might have been like ninety six, ninety five. Okay, yeah. So you were at the time of like Michael Jordan and the Bulls and right. all that stuff. So you were like Michael Jackson was still really big in the nineties too. Yeah. So was that really different? Like, were you like, what is happening over here compared to like what you were growing up with? So a lot of what I was growing up with was racism. Honestly. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Call space, space, space for right. sure. Um, yeah, it was just it was a lot of uh, was a lot of everything censored. Yeah, filtered. like I wasn't really accepted. Like I'm not around a bunch of people that look like me. This was like after I moved from Jamaica. Um, but yeah, I wasn't around a lot of a lot of people that look like me. It wasn't like like I was a stranger. I was just lost. I was there. You know, mm-hmm. I existed, but like nobody cared. Um, they were like, oh, another black one. Yeah. And so Make when sure I we got a monkey. <laughs> and so when I eventually moved here, it was it was nice. Like I, I loved it personally because I was like, oh, you know, there's kids that look like me and like they sound like me and like right. you know, they And you kinda of, it was they, they pretty much welcomed you with open arms here in yeah, a way. For sure. The kids, I should say. In comparison, for sure. I was like you comparison to like I could see Germany in the nineties being super racist. Yeah, I, it's I terrible. Could, well, they said the Berlin Wall up mm-hmm. around that time, ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah. Well, no, they, no, they, they, that was it was long gone. It was long then. gone. Yeah, it was still it was terrible. It was <laughs> it was not popping. Like a lot of kids weren't even allowed to play with me and stuff. Really, I was black, and like they would, like parents would legit just come grab their kids and just walk Damn. off. Like that. that is- I ain't gonna lie, that that, 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 that a lot was, as a kid, for sure. especially being somebody who was in the already like the East, like the anime and all that mm-hmm. stuff. You already gotta feel some type of way, right? And so it was, it was, <laughs> it was a lot of that. And um, school was tough; like, got picked on a lot. I learned how to fight pretty good. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I definitely learned how to yeah. fight pretty good. But, uh, yeah, I got picked on a lot as a kid, and uh, it was, it was fine. But coming here, it was great in comparison. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is dope. Um, it's a nice little change of pace and stuff like that. School got a little better, you know, made some friends. Uh, I didn't even have a girlfriend until I moved over here. That's which was, crazy. Which was cool. So, wow. more time to focus on your art, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is real cool, though. But I mean, you know, just to make it a little bit more fun, and since you are an anime fan, you know, we gotta I, ask. I, got, I gotta ask some anime questions. All right, so I saw one video on Facebook today. They were asking him, Curling, uh, Curling got a pass for not killing Android 18. I was like, fuck no. No. Curling should have blew that bitch up. Right. <laughs> were you made... a big Dragon Ball fan? Absolutely. Okay. All right, I was like, I was like, so you know what I'm talking about. When like, he had the button, mm-hmm. she was like, press the shit. I was like, that man chose Coochie over his homies. Facts. <laughs> Facts. I'd be a fool, like, Vegeta just got his arm broke. 
Trunks just got knocked the fuck out. Tien's in the chokehold right now. And I'm like, bro, bro, help me. Yeah. <laughs> what was your, uh, what would be your top five favorite animes? Ooh, you don't do me like that. All right. We, every, every anime episode we do, we do with top five. Okay. <laughs> top five animes. Um, I'll give you, you give me yours, I'll give you mine, and you give me you. Give yours. All right. Um, One Piece, for sure. That's my shit. Um, my hero. These aren't these aren't any particular. No, no, no. Just yeah, yeah, whatever. Just top five, top five. I don't know. Smoking on top five. Yeah. <laughs> One piece. My hero. Trigun. Ooh. Yeah, that was, that was a classic. <laughs> That's a good game. one. They're bringing it back too. Yeah, I think they already got some episodes on Hulu. Yeah, some Stampede mm-hmm. or whatever. I ain't checked yeah. that out yet, but I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm I think it's a continuation of Trigun. I haven't seen it yet. Um, I really like Megalobox. Hell yeah! The, wow, wow, you are yeah. true anime fan. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm in it for sure. Um, Megalobox was a good one, and then was that four? Yikes! Um, my fifth one, I would say. Bleach. Bleach. Alrighty, I respect that. Yeah. Alright, so my top five, and this is no order. Uh, for me, it goes JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Nice. Um, Attack on Titan for sure. Okay. Um, One Piece. Um, right now, it's it's growing on me. It's Hell's Paradise. Okay. Yeah. That's definitely growing on me. And um, damn, I always get stuck on the fifth one. Yeah. That fifth <laughs> I one. Like, that fifth one's like damn. There's so many you could put out there. I'm gonna say uh, Fire Force. Nice. <laughs> uh, for me, <clears throat> Promise Neverland. Okay. Fairy Tale. Nice. Um, <clears throat> Shoot, James, that shit's ass. Fairy Tale slept on for sure. I, I love Fairy Tale. It's like the first one that I watched. Like I still got to get the into first it, one that I know it's on the list. Into. Yeah. Uh, Made in Abyss. He likes pain. I, I like a lot. Of <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell. Uh, what's that? Three. Yeah. yeah. JoJo's Bizarre Adventures up there. You're welcome. And then probably number one. Definitely got to probably uh, reincarnated slime. I've been meaning to get into that one. It's good. Yeah, it's real I good. Got there yet. I like to see. My whole thing is, I'm so tired of shonen's. I ain't yeah. gonna hold you. I'm so tired of the <laughs> no, same formula. I'm tired of seeing niggas just fight. Yeah. Like I just want to see. Like I want to see a wholesome slice. Like I'm on that. I'm in that weird thing of like just watching some wholesome slice of life animes. Right. I just want to see a group of people just do whatever it is. Like Spy Family is also up there too. Yeah. Honorable mention of this is Spy Family, like and then that. also. Uh, Bungo Stray Dogs is up there as well. Oh, shit. I uh, love my brother Stray in Christ. <laughs> I love this. So Bungo and Stray Dogs. Uh, did you watch the new season? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, then they just ended it, and you were like, right. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, that last episode, episode, I was like, next episode. <laughs> that next episode, I was like, you just gonna end it? Me, I like yeah. I hate you. <laughs> I like, I love Shoney because I like to see the choreography between the fights. Yeah. Because like, like there's some amazing ass fights with them. Like Obito Kashi is like my number one all-time fight for sure because it's just the fighting the martial arts between the two the backstory because you like be fighting they show them as kids fighting Mm -hmm. and i'm like this shit was it was beautiful right now the reason i wouldn't put dragon ball 
in there for like anime, like for fighting purposes, because no it's disrespect, just, no disrespect. Yeah, like, yeah, I want to say no I, disrespect. I'm, I'm tired of Dragon Ball niggas. <laughs> the niggas are annoying. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Naruto fans are getting up there for me, bro. For me, true, it's my hero, true. bro. I'm so tired of my hero niggas. Hey. I didn't even hear my hero. They ruined like, it for me. I watched the first season. I was like, go to hell. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, but reason, reason I like now I'm not gonna say that all Dragon Ball fights are like the same because like. I rewatched Goku Black in Goku, like the first time they fought, mm-hmm. when he came to their timeline. And I was like, this is actually kind of really well animated. But like JJK, in my opinion, has some of the best fights right now. Hands down. Because sure. like, if you, have you seen the movie? Mm-hmm. All right, that ass whooping that Gojo gave Miguel was... Oh, I yeah. feel like there was some racial intent behind that. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> like, because that, how you hit a man 30 times? He was killing dude. Did you bro. watch the uh, Bungle Stray Dogs movie, Dead Apple? I haven't seen it yet. No, oh, it's on Crunchyroll. Yeah, I'm watch that. I was gonna say because like Gojo, because like Season of the Champion, one of my favorite black anime, anime content creators on YouTube. Yeah, he slowed the fight down, and I was like, this man hit this man with the right hook, and then immediately backhanded him with the same hand. Right, that's some disrespectful <laughs> shit. And then on top of that, smacked him again. I was like, damn, bro. I asked yeah. them. I asked the group, and they gave me my answer. But I gotta ask you, why do you think? And it's, it's like it's a general like consensus answer. Okay. Why do you think that black people love animes like Dragon Ball and Naruto? Why do you think they love Shonen so much? Chris already gave me an answer, but I want to see why Did you I? think that black people like, love like, Shonen so much. Like, why do you think that like when mm-hmm. black people watch anime, the first ones they gravitate to is Shonen? I'll I'll give you my answer. I'll let you give you your answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because. And, and uh, yeah, <laughs> those, those like those really like they they do a certain thing to my soul, honestly. But um, I think because they want to ride the wave, honestly, Ooh. I don't I don't necessarily think that their understanding of what anime means to certain people. Because to me, I'm huge on stories. Like Man. that is that is my Talk core. Yep. I if you if you give me a good story on anything, I'm I'm there. I'm watching it. I'm Resident Evil. That go deep dive into that. <laughs> <laughs> and we could for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I think that they're trying to ride the wave. They're trying to like like oh you know I've seen Dragon Ball. I, I watch Naruto. Like it's all good and. Um, but they don't necessarily like feel it, you know what I mean? Like they don't understand it to the point where you're like, oh, the you know the friendship aspect of Naruto was carried throughout the story because oh, yeah. Naruto grew up by himself. Like he didn't have mm-hmm. a mother, he didn't have a father. He really didn't have friends. He wasn't they, accepted. Should they met with like Shik- Yeah, <laughs> I was to say Shikamaru and Choji were there from day one. He was like, yeah, Sasuke is my real friend. You fucking asshole. Right. I was like, Shikamaru had your back since you were kids. He asked his dad if he could be friends with you, and his dad was like, yeah, go ahead. Right. And like, Sasuke is like, I'm going to kill the village. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, they, I, I just feel like it's it's bandwagon stuff. Like, wow. when people hop okay. on like certain teams because they're nice at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, I feel like anime, and like, don't get me wrong, I, I welcome all new weebs and everything like that. Like, it's cool, but like, definitely... Do it for the right reasons. It branch out. Yeah. So do you think I, that? Oh, I would, yeah. I would say the reason. The reason I think that our community gravitates towards like shonen and everything is because one, it's what we grew up on. But mm-hmm. Toonami made it very easy for us to watch for sure anime, and that's pretty much the main we grew up on. Like we grew up on Dragon Ball, Naruto, mm-hmm. One Piece was on Toonami. If you were up late enough to watch Inuyasha, mm-hmm. like yeah. 
And I thought, you know, your ass is up too late because you were watching or Russia. You, or you saw the helicopter from Mash. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so I, was, I think, like, our community, you know, we were we grew up as anime fans, but we didn't want to say it out loud because, like, we would be looked at weird. Right. Because we didn't fit the monolith of, yeah, you're supposed to listen to hip-hop and look, watch, you know, Jamie Foxx and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jamie Foxx is a goat, for sure. Right. Yeah. But, so, I would say Toonami making it easy for us here in the West to watch anime, mm. and just we were forced to love shonen, basically. True. I wouldn't. I would. I, I agree that yes, it's a bandwagon thing, but also like it's just like what we grow up on. Like you know, we hold on to those childhood memories. Because I remember, what, like we all remember when we were at, as kids when Goku and Super Saiyan for the first time. Right. That shit was like life changing for us. I was like, <laughs> yo, holy shit. So you think it's more conditioning? Rather <laughs> I think than it's than... more conditioning, and what you said, like. Like you said, like, oh, yeah, people hop on the wave. Like, anime blew up because of COVID. True. Like, you know, we had nothing to do. We were all in the house. So people were like, let me just see what this Naruto is has for. the most episodes. Like, let's, yeah. see, let's see what, what this One Piece is in for. Yeah. So people, so I agree. Yes, it's a bandwagon thing. I also think that you could toss in conditioning, too. For sure. For sure. I never thought of that. I'm glad you said I never even I didn't, I didn't think about like that. Either. I didn't. Well, and I, that kind of segues into my next question, a follow-up question. Do you think that, like, Black people in general, because they put every, and we talked about this in a music episode. Mm. Do you think that black people are so tunnel vision that they are afraid to express themselves outside of everything? Not even when because we're all black here, so we all know. Right. Black people focus on one thing, and it's one type of thing. Yeah. And it's like they don't really gravitate outside of other stuff. It's they listen to hip hop. They mm. they watch the every black every. Black kid has the fa- the same favorite athletes growing up. Every yeah. black kid grew up oh, watching Kobe Allen Iverson or Allen Iverson. Iverson. Like you never yeah. saw like, you never saw a black kid saying like, "Oh, who's your favorite quarterback?" And they said like Brett Favre. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so do you think <laughs> because, because the kids really didn't have black quarterbacks growing up? Well, that was, well, I, I know that, but <laughs> I'm know, saying but like, like, like now, now shit's changing. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is like with so every aspect, awesome. whether it's art, entertainment, sports, anything like that. Do you say that? Black people are too afraid to branch out because we hold on to like our own like like our safety net. Our safety, safety net. net mm-hmm. Or do you think that especially with you being who you are, do you think that black people should be able to express themselves more or listen to different types of music? Because me, I listen to country. I fuck heavy with country. Yeah. I listen to everything. Yeah, I, I love, listen I to love, EDM. I, love rock. I listen to country. I listen to metal. All that stuff. Yeah. Rock and and when shit. it comes to movies, I don't watch the typical black movies that most people go and watch because it's because like they perpetuate so many black stereotypes that we're trying to get away from that too and then like i don't watch typical black shows like power and all the other stuff yeah yeah so do you think that like i mean you're not missing up the new the new power is kind of trash i never care it it was cool i like this i binge watched it yeah that's my question (laughs) i feel like do niggas put themselves in boxes yeah for sure (laughs) And I, and I think that goes back to the conditioning thing. Is It's like we, as a whole, have been conditioned to be like, well, your culture is music, and it's this specific type of music, or your culture is baggy clothes or whatever. And like I think some people are starting to finally wake up and realize like Black people is culture. Mm-hmm. Like we, we drive the narrative of what culture is. Right, absolutely. Like what fashion is, yeah. (laughs) Like what culture is, what music is, what what sounds good, what looks good, what's popular on TV. Like all of that stuff is us. Like if you take black people out of this and we like move it to 
don't know, Canada or something. Canada will blow up. Like the economy as a whole, the culture as a whole would just be astronomical. So I definitely feel like a lot of people feel safe in, in their choices when it's like coming to black stuff because they don't want to be made fun of saying like, oh, well, yeah, I like rock or I like country or I, I listen to K-pop or... And they look at you like, the hell is wrong with you? Right. <laughs> and it's, it's just like, you know, like, oh, I don't, I don't gangbang or I don't uh, watch power or whatever the case may be. Like, those are those are safe. They make you feel good because that's what's popular right now. And so, like, you don't want to, like, nobody likes being made fun of and nobody likes being castrated. Yeah, ostracized from their people. Yeah, for sure. And so... Um, I just think it's it's a safe thing, but as I think as we continue to grow, hopefully people start to notice like I I drive the narrative. I am the culture. So like whatever I'm doing is gonna be what's hot in culture next. And that's that's how I look at it, especially with this anime stuff, is like my my people as a whole don't look at anime and be like, this is cool. So if I put out an anime or multiple animes, that I feel they are, do, but it's one very one dimensional. Like we were talking about, yeah. like Shonen. Like I don't meet a lot of black people when they're like, "What's your favorite anime?" And I go, <clears throat> "Promise Neverland." They go, "The hell is that?" Right. Because a lot of black people don't watch shit outside of Shonen. True. So that's you know, so it's very watch list Yeah, that. but it's yeah. very one dimensional. Yeah, I, sure. I would say. Yeah, it's very absolutely. one dimensional. I just, I don't know. I think people are, they're starting to wake up. It's definitely a, a slow grind and it's a slow crawl and everything. But I think when people really start to recognize, like, I am culture and what I bring to the table is necessary. I think it's really cool when black people get their hands on other cultures. Like, yeah. like Blanco Brown, he's a black country singer. Like, yeah, uh, sure. there's another black country singer. I can't think of her name, but she's blowing up. Um, <clears throat> there's black metal bands mm-hmm. like the lead singer Kill Such Engage. He was black. Right. I think they. I think they have a nude singer now. But it's really cool when black people get their hands on stuff because then it opens eyes of the other people in the black community. Mm-hmm. Like PK Subin, he was a black hockey player. And now yeah. and then, I mean, it's not big, but you know, a lot of black people are starting to watch hockey more. True. You know, and it, we're starting to get engaged in other things. Man, look, I don't know how black people don't like hockey. Big dudes on skates that get you the got fight. six foot five giants rolling on razor blades. Right. And you tell me and, you don't and, like that? And they can scrap and they <laughs> only punch to get us five minutes in a box. Yeah. And they can scrap again. That shit is dope. <laughs> like for real. I think more yeah. black people start watching hockey. There's a lot of black people, and it's funny that you said that you grew up in Germany because mm-hmm. a lot of black people in Europe love soccer. Yeah. I but then you come over here and they're like, what the hell are you watching? Like it's not the NBA, it's not the NFL. Right. And I love soccer. Yeah. I, I grew up watching soccer. So, like, I just think it's crazy how, you know, we have two different sides of the planet, mm-hmm. and one side is more open to change to where the other side is like, this is what we're on, this is what we're watching, this is what we're doing, this, like, gatekeeping. Yeah. And, why, and I'm glad I said gatekeeping, because I was going to say, as an anime fan, do you think that anime fans gatekeep too much, especially when it comes to, like, sub-anime versus dub-anime. I hate oh, that. absolutely. I hate that shit so damn much. Yeah, it's the I, dumbest argument. It's like PlayStation and Xbox. Like, bro, who cares? Can Is it fun? Are, are we having a good time? Like, right. Doesn't matter. Which one do you prefer? PlayStation. But... <laughs> <laughs> but or, uh, you dub just sub. Um, it really doesn't matter to me. Honestly. I, like, I, I, I'm real big on, like, watching animes 
like all the way through. So if I start something in sub, I'll finish it in sub. That's, that's me. How, that's that's me. Or like I'll start something. Like yeah, like I said, like or if I find out that there's a dub version of it, yeah, I'm like fuck because then I have to finish it sub. Right. Because for the longest time I could not start Spy Family mm-hmm. because I had to wait for the dub episodes to come out because I watched. I started watching Spy Family dub, mm-hmm. and then the second season dropped, and it was oh, I think I guess this is part two, the first season. Right. I mm-hmm. couldn't watch it because it was sub. Right. So I was like, my brain is not going to be able to articulate what the hell I'm watching. Like, nigga, you were just watching this dub. Right. You're studying mm-hmm. Japanese. <laughs> I don't care if it's sub or dub. It all depends on voice actors. Because like I can't, I can't watch Demon Slayer dubbed because yeah. Inosuke's voice fucking drives me insane. But then on the flip side. I can't watch Dragon Ball sub because I hate Goku's voice act. Yeah. Voice. I respect her. She's a legend in the voice acting game. For sure. But I just cannot hearing a high pitched Kamehameha. I just kind of want to suck her in her throat. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as I hear a high pitched command, I was like, fucking, I'm about to slam my head through the wall. Yeah. I'm like, but it's just for me, it's all about the voice acting. Because like you sometimes you just can't convey the same emotion that you can in subbed sure. and vice versa on the flip side. Sometimes you can't right. do it sub but you can do it well and dubbed yeah but it's just like it's, just, it's for me it's the voice acting like i don't care if it's sub to dub i was like how do you watch subtitles and read animation it's a <laughs> i have a shining gun <laughs> hilarious but I, it's, say, I hate watching sub animes because i can't be on my phone when i have to like pay attention at the same time. <laughs> but see, I, I think that's so i guess in that aspect i would love dub more because like i can like the guys yeah i like just like doing other stuff while I'm watching, but I also respect sub too because like I can, I can kind of listen to it and understand what's going on. Like I was in Japan. I was say you got a foothold in it because right. you grew up yeah. in Japan. Yeah, so like I know I know a lot of what's going on. Like that four alphabet, the kanjis and all that shit. Yeah. Like that's for the fucking birds. I can't. Why? I couldn't. Write it. <laughs> Why do you do this? <laughs> I couldn't write it to save my life, but I can understand it. So like I can kind of you know gauge here and there but like when it's sub for whatever reason i pay more attention to it and that's when i like really get into the stories and stuff and i'll even like go back sometimes and i'll watch it in dub and be like yeah that's not the translation of that but i don't understand what you're trying to do there's some there's some anime you have to watch dub like ghost story you cannot watch that shit sub because it's so mm-hmm. boring but the dub is fucking hilarious. It's like it's like JoJo Part Three. You can't watch JoJo Part Three because then you won't get the a dub because you won't get the references. Right. Yeah. It, it's crazy. Yeah. But I'm I'm for I'm for both of them. Like whatever sure, you watch it is how you watch it. That's cool. My favorite episode of Ghost Stories and the dub was they were trying to help their friend get faster on the track. Yeah. And he was just showing like, think of a big black man chasing. you. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching. I was like, did he just really say that? Yeah. <laughs> so what's your top five favorite horror movies? Ooh. Top five favorite. All paranormal activity. Only. Oh, <laughs> that's one of the worst franchises ever. Absolutely, man. That was terrible. That whole franchise is bunch. He just gets up and walks out. Um, top five horror movies. Um, Friday the Thirteenth. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Cut it off at like three though. Cause yeah. I was like, after that, you just how I feel about the Halloween movies. You're getting stupid. Halloween, I actually hate Halloween. You about to piss a lot of people. <laughs> I, I hate that franchise as a whole. It's the dumbest shit to me. Wow. Um, let's see. Scream. Scream <clears throat> is cool. A man ghost face needs more respect. He does, but like, I feel like. Did you watch the last one that came out? I did. And it, I it was. 
I like, I like, I like it. I like it, but it's it's getting too predictable. Yeah, I think they're gonna end it with six. They, I think they they'll end it with six. They should, because it's it's time. The way the way that it ended, that kind of it kind of lingers like she can become the next ghost face. But I mean, her daddy is a psychopath, right? You know, yeah, it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's part five that dude got stabbed right in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> what bugs me about it though, in like speaking on that particular movie, is like everybody got stabbed up in that movie. Like they finally got Gale, uh, the the one brother in the movie. Well, he got, they were trying to get rid of the legacy characters. I got that, but she lived. Like that was so the did thing. so did the brother. The homie right. got stabbed by both of them four times. He was like, right, like, <laughs> yeah, <this laughs> was like ah, taking turns. Oh, see, shit. look at that like, <laughs> and yeah. they, they, Put two knives in his chest. I'm like that nigga should be dead. Right, he was done. Like he, he should have died in the fifth one when he was running from the when he was in the when they were at the party he and he ran up yeah. there. Yeah, he should have been done. So like that, like that, I want to eliminate that in horror movies as a whole. Like, bro, there's no if reason you, that you should be fucking uh, Fifty Cent getting stabbed up oh. nine thousand times and shit. <laughs> and you just like, I'm cool. What's up? I'm okay. cool. Great. Yeah. I mean. They didn't, I mean, yeah, depending on where you stand, where you where you depending on where you be stabbed, you could probably survive. But I mean, got, he literally he got, got stabbed in the Swiss cheese. Right, right. homie got the Julius Caesar treatment. <laughs> he didn't do as bad as homie did in the bodega, though. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's homie one handed a shot. He like, said, "Can I help you?" Yeah, he was done with. He's like, "We got a problem." But like here's here's how I would have survived part six and scream. Keep the blicking on you. I'm, listen, that, I'm about to air like, that, that old train sub, out. That right. subway scene. Like, and I see all the ghost face. It's gonna be another mass shooting. I'm sorry. Hey, I'd, be, I'd, no. been like, I'd have been like, nope. No. <laughs> I would have jumped with the train. Like, oh, for nope, sure. nope, 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 nope. That's pretty much how you should have survived every scream movie. Also, there. I'm not answering my phone. I'm like, you like scream movies? No. <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck is this? Voicemail. Right. Voicemail. What block? <laughs> like in the nineties when it like when it first came out in ninety six and I was like, nigga, do you realize that caller ID exists? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's the right. thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now well, it's so it's even easier. Itself, I'm like, I don't know this number. <laughs> you got home protection security, it's like there ain't right. no way when fucking Ogre was standing there, the, the police would have showed up. Right. <laughs> right? That yeah. That's that what that's what ADT and Vivid and all that's for. <laughs> That whole, hey, that bro, there's somebody movie. outside your house right now. There's a dude with a mask on and a ring camera. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, honey, don't open the door. <laughs> Crazy. Um, what was that? Three? Yeah. That was three. <laughs> uh, Chucky. I, I love Ghostface. Uh, <laughs> kids play, uh, Child's Play? Yeah, Child's Play was cool. I, I don't like this new Chucky where he's like, he got like, uh, electric powers or whatever the fuck he does. Isn't he like? Isn't the new one like? He's like it's like an AI yeah, type thing now. I don't know it. I I haven't dabbled in it, but yeah. I know it's something it was about an AI. Weird. Like he's controlling like everything automated, which is everything. So you're just like. I think it's just more signed the time. Of so did you like the uh, so Megan? Speaking of, did you like Megan? I did. Okay. Yeah, I thought I thought that was actually that, when she started dancing. I, I lost it. I hilarious. She said, I was like, "Who be you afraid of that?" <laughs> but see, that's the thing though. Like that, it made you laugh. But dude, you got to think about it. Like she still killed that man. Like, <laughs> like she still killed. Like, him. She, she still, still, body, buddy. still got the body. Like, oh, that's the part where she ripped old boy the little boy's arm off, and right. then he got hit by the car. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I ain't seen that movie, but I gotta see." It. I, was <laughs> I was like, like "Oh." Uh, yeah, I did like Megan. That was a good one. Um, and then for fifth one, I would say, sheesh. 
That's the movie. It's called Cheech. Yeah. <laughs> um, probably any of the old school joints. Like I said, the old school Wolfman, Dracula, right? Okay. Any of any of those. Those will be like my top horror. I think for me, I don't have a top five horror list because yeah. like. I got desensitized as a kid mm-hmm. because I played Dead Space in 3D and it fucked me up. So like I don't uh, want to mention Candyman, not to cut you off, but yeah. Candyman. Oh yeah, yeah. That shit fucked me up. I uh, Candyman definitely fucked me up because there was a there was like a good like three or four or five months where I would avoid mirrors completely. I was like, Do you see how you dress? I don't care. You know, I'm gonna fuck. Right. <laughs> I would literally walk past mirrors like nope, 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 nope. Don't nope. even matter, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like I would put my hand in first to turn on the light <laughs> in the bathroom. I'm like, I'm like, because <laughs> that movie, I was like, I think I was like 11 when I first watched Candyman by myself. And yeah. uh, that shit, that shit, I had a fear of bees because of that. I was like, I hear a bee. I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I would say for me, probably Amityville Horror, the, okay. the Ryan Reynolds one in yeah. 2005. Because. <clears throat> I did like I liked the original 1970 ones because it was based I, at, I'm really bad at when I find something that I'm interested in mm-hmm. I go down a rabbit hole yeah, of I the do. shit. Same. And so, I'm glad. See, Same. so like when I found out about Amity Horror, I went down the rabbit hole. I found out about the DeFeo family. I found out about the Lux family, yeah. and then I got very very afraid of the Amityville like horror aspect. Mm. Um, so that's probably it. Uh. Go, uh, the screen mm-hmm. series probably up there. Uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, American Werewolf in London. Ooh, yeah, solid. yeah. A lot of people don't know about that one. Yeah. I was I was gonna say American Werewolf in Paris, but it's because it was made in the two thousands, like the early two thousands. <laughs> and there's a scene there where he just rips his skin off and just walks off, and I'm like, yeah. that's not a werewolf. Right, right. Like that's <laughs> stupid. Um, <clears throat> probably. I don't know. I think that's I. I can't think of any other ones. I guess I've been. I got desensitized as a kid when it yeah. comes to horror. I like because, like I said, like you were saying, horror's been done. For sure. So, like for me, I'll just watch and I'm like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just can't like. There's no. There's I, nothing I, I like, been I like. like, like Megan was different. I like Megan because sure. it was different. I like yeah. the classics. But like for me, I'll say like the thing is definitely up there. The, Ooh, the original thing. Way back. <clears throat> yeah, the original thing, not the 2011 one. Yeah. Because like. The thing was, I finally watched it for the first time the other day with our boy Marty here, and I was like, "Oh, that shit!" Because that shit was like, had me on edge. Was like, which one is the thing? <laughs> Who's the thing? And so the thing is definitely one. I would say the first Halloween. Like the read the problem with Halloween is it has too many fucking movies. Yeah, that's the problem. You and know, a lot of the old school, a lot of the older, a lot of the slasher films, all of them exceed like five movies. Right. Sure. Like all of them do. I can't name of any of the big name slashers that don't have like, five like movies. This, the, okay, so like Friday the 13th, where like Jason's mom is the killer. Jason's mom. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a classic because you didn't expect her to be the killer. You're like, oh, people, people you ask people, like, who was the killer in Friday the 13th? They say Jason, like, not the first one. Right. So I would I, say the for, like the first two. Friday the 13th were great for me. I was done when he got to New York. Yeah, no. Was that the one where he boxed that one dude? Yeah. Brother, brother yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? That but, but that's that's so I ain't gonna lie, but that's, that's, that's a natural black reaction. You come with them, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I might not win this fight, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go all swinging. Right. When I saw that nigga running in Times Square, I was done, bro. Like, <laughs> why, why, who, 
who doesn't see this? <laughs> right. If I'm like, if I'm yeah, like, but you gotta think about it. it's New York. Everybody, I told my girlfriend this. I told her because she was so you know that scene, New York, the New first scene wild, in though. Scream Six where he kills mm-hmm. a girl in the, in the alleyway, and then she was like, yeah, she was like, how come no one said anything? I'm like, because it's New York, it's an alleyway, and it's dark. Right. Niggas in New York mind their own fucking business. True. <laughs> but if you see a nigga, if I see a dude doing a full spirit with a machete in Times Square, like, right? Like, I'm, it's gonna be a problem. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, not just standing there. Right <clears throat> I would say, I would consider, I would consider Jaws a, a horror film, if you will. It's more suspense, but like okay. for me, Jaws was groundbreaking back in the eighties. Because like Steven Spielberg is another one of my the favorite. Quiet Place. That's what I was thinking of. I couldn't think of it. The first Solid. The Quiet Place. The second one was bad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, another <laughs> horror movie that I played a lot was um, The Hills Have Eyes. The first, the oh, first one, yeah, Alabama, yeah, 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 yeah. Alabama the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't like. I really like. like I like horror, horror games more than I like horror movies. Yeah, I like, like Dead Space, Resident Evil. I like horror because that's where I get my spooks from. Yeah, because I can go. Like, I mean, Resident Evil doesn't no, scare me, but it's being, being in a being in a party with this man playing Blair Witch. That should have me in tears. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just listening to this man screams in terror. I'm like, I can't help you. I'm sorry. Damn. You're a big gamer too, right? Yep. Okay. Sure. What's your top five favorite video game? Oh, Devil May Cry. <laughs> yeah, that, my that's nigga. like my all time favorite. My nigga, I love Devil May Cry. Um, I beat Devil May Cry five the other day. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I love that one. I, I put it down. I don't like V though. Like that. I, I hated V. That's the reason why I put it down because of V. Yeah, I can't like, get fuck. can't get busy with V. But yeah. For those uh, who don't know, V is the other half of Virgil. Yeah. You take Virgil and split him into two. You have the demon Virgil and you have V, who's weak as shit. Yeah. Well, Derek just shows up. What happened to Virgil? Trash. <laughs> <laughs> um, God of War. Yes, sir. That's my shit. Um, <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. Is actually one of my favorites, and oh, Death Loop is another. I tried Death Loop. I can do it. No, no. I, no, I said I couldn't yeah. do it. I was just like, I, I have had the patience for it. No, I get that. I, mean, <laughs> I, I just got out of an abusive relationship with Bethesda, uh, so <laughs> I got you. So like everything that Bethesda has come out with since '76, I'm like. Call the police. Yes. <laughs> now, since we're talking about games, now we're talking my forte. So my list is my list is this. I didn't really play like the typical black games. You were, I said Def Jam Fight for New York. That's definitely like I was like nigga. <laughs> Def Jam Fight for New York is like one of the top. I'm probably paying. I didn't like Def Jam Fight for New York that much as a kid. I didn't. What? I didn't. Well, yeah, I mean, I played it in lunchrooms and stuff, and I'm super competitive. So like that's probably where my love for it came. From. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, so my top five would be. Sly Cooper, mm-hmm. that whole series. Um, Tony Hawk American Wasteland. Fire. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Jet Set Radio Future. On the, the original Xbox. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you were a PlayStation kid. That was yeah. a hardcore Xbox. Yeah, like, that was, like, that was yeah. the Xbox. That was a hard, that so was the Xbox. When the Xbox first, like, the big bulky black Xbox yeah. came out. The big brolic nigga? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was their, one of their first exclusives. Because okay. it came with the racing game that nobody fucking played the racing game. We just I played. did. Yeah, I, I did. I I remember I would put, I would play the racing game by asking like fuck. So I turn my Xbox off to go play Jet Set Radio Future. So Jet Set Radio Future was like a huge Xbox exclusive for me. Uh, another one, another Xbox exclusive that people don't know about is Kung Fu Chaos. I know that I, one. I put hella, me and Sierra put hella hours into that. And then my fifth, 
I'm gonna say uh, I, I played so many Tony Hawk games. I'm gonna say Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four. That's like my favorite one, second favorite because American Wasteland was the top tier for me. Growing up in California, just seeing California recreated so well, yeah, and being able to like travel to like Santa Monica by skating to Santa Monica, which is impossible. <laughs> I like how all the heroes are about to have the the, the three headed giant of Naughty Dog because my top five is my first one is Jack and Daxter. <laughs> um, so Jack and Daxter, Resident Evil, um, Fallout Four, um, nice seventy six, mm. <laughs> Forza, Forza Horizon, okay, probably. Um, See Borderlands. Borderlands. I love Borderlands. Yeah, love Borderlands. And then probably there's not four, right? Yeah. The fifth one. Tom's that fifth one. Damn. Fuck the number five. (laughs) (laughs) Um, probably Monster Hunter. Okay. Yeah. Probably Monster Hunter World and Rise, just because I I just do it solely based off like. How much time I put into a game and how much like I enjoyed it. I like. I think I like that. World more than Rise. I, I'm enjoying Rise, but I just love World because we have so many great memories on World. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like watching Mario. You called you guy? No, I actually am trash at shooters. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, and I, I didn't start. It. I, I didn't start playing shooters until like high school. Like I, I really got into Call of Duty because I got really competitive with it. Because yeah. like my best friend at the time, we were kids. He was like super big into Call of Duty, so. Yeah. He was competitive, so like, you know, that friendly like Sasuke and Naruto rivalry. Yeah. I was like, all right, you're up here, so I gotta catch up. <laughs> like, so that's when I started getting like I'm a prestige level 10 in Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> yeah, I'm more I'm more as far as like the competition aspect of it. I'm always glad you don't play the base like the basic head games like Fortnite, Modern War Call of Duty. It's the guy from Fortnite yeah, Apex. Yeah, I'm glad you don't do that because people are like, I'm a real guy and like I'm not gonna gatekeep but like everyone's like, I'm a gamer and you play just Fortnite or you play just Modern War or Call of Duty. Yeah. I mean that's kinda considered a gamer these days. No, yeah. sad, oh, so but... I didn't I didn't honorable mention for like my favorite would be a the Assassin's Creed series. Mm. So like the new with like the new three Assassin's Creed Origin Odyssey and um Valhalla. Yeah. Out of the three Odyssey's my favorite because I'm really big in like the Greek mythology, the Same. Greek pantheon. Yeah. So like I was like, fuck, I get to see Sparta and Athens when they were at their prime. Mm-hmm. I was like, I get to fight Medusa, I get to fight the Minotaur. This is fucking dope. Medusa's fight is tedious as shit. <laughs> I just I beat it the first time. I was like, I beat it the first time, put Odyssey down for like a month and did new game plus. And I was like what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> Why can't I beat this bitch? I just want a game where you can, like, speaking of mythologies, I want a game where I can just fucking, like, because I'm big on mythologies and, and, like, cryptids and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I just want a game where I could just fight, a, like, a rape or a Wendigo or some shit like that. Like, that would be lit. <laughs> For sure. Like, I'm big on the Wendigo, and everyone's like, wow, and I'm like, have you not seen it? Technically, we fought the Wendigo in uh, Love Guns and Tentacles. Technically, yeah. In Borderlands 3. Because that's the Lovecraft stuff, so. Right. Right. But, oh man, I mean, I think it's it's real cool that you, you know, I'm glad that we had this conversation and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Um, I could I could sit there and I could we sit could here and chat hours. all day. Yeah, but you know, it's it's real cool that we finally have somebody who can represent us as a culture and do what you know, I can. Man. They're like, you know, you're you're definitely you're, you're not definitely part of the podcast for sure. Exactly. You, you know, we'll always if you ever want to just talk about your progress in your anime definitely will help you get the word out for sure. Where can people for find sure. your art? Um, right now I'm on Instagram, uh, that kid goods, uh, that underscore kid underscore goods. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, 
You know, I mean, I know you. And we want Chief Keep as president. That's it. That's all <laughs> I want. Chief Sosa, twenty twenty four. If Chief Sosa was the president, you'd already have his, you, the whole shit with Funimation wouldn't happen because Oblock would have just pulled up. Right. <laughs> right. Shoot, Chief Keep would have been like, they did what to our boy? Oblock. Nah, I said Oblock. Since since three hundred. That's uh, funny. Like Japan would be like, we're sorry. <laughs> Japan would be like, you know what? You're right. I mean, it was good talking to you. Like, wow. Well, I'm fucking hungry. I'm not gonna lie. We should get <laughs> it was good talking to you, man. Um, like, we're definitely gonna have to have you back on the show at some okay. point. Keep us updated. Follow us. I don't know if you know our socials, um, but we'll probably we'll probably hey, yeah we'll we'll get it on there. But y'all know what it is. I'll give you I'll give you our our Instagram ads. It is Modern Day Saiyan Podcast, all one word. Niggas. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's just the name of the podcast. <laughs> I don't think we get on Spotify at all. <laughs> Spotify, what is your podcast name, niggas? No, it's not. <laughs> but we'll see y'all next week. Yeah.